everybody and welcome back. It is Monday, March 15th, 2021, and you are listening to episode 108 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I am your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damien. Joining me today is... Teach. Today on the show, we will be discussing with possible spoilers for everything involved, including what we've been watching, the Snyder Cut, Oscar predictions for, for tomorrow morning, and closing with what we've been watching... Right into the show, bicycle at gmail.com, bicycle on Twitter, subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, rate and review it on Apple Podcast. Tell a friend, family member, and or stranger. Dan, how we doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing good, buddy. I just uh, just got this new pulley from my home gym, right? Yes. Um, you know, you're familiar with a pulley? You can do like uh, uh, tri- yeah. uh, tricep push- pushdowns and shit like that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Opened up a whole slew of workouts that I've been missing out on that I haven't been able to do. Getting thick. Solid, yeah. getting yeah. tight. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm prepared to become the poster boy of this podcast. The, ah, the role nice. I've been being groomed for for the last two years. I'm ready to <laughs> step into that into that spotlight, buddy. Yep. And then you nice. go and make me watch a movie <laughs> called Boss Level with a, a 55 year old Frank Grillo, and I feel fat and worthless now. <laughs> I feel like I should start doing some push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thick, like, solid, and tight, and I feel like I need to do more push-ups because of Frank Grillo. <laughs> yeah, weren't we talking about this like a couple weeks ago or maybe last week about how like you, you watch these movies with unnecessarily cut people? What were we watching like last week or a couple weeks ago? They had on this, oh, uh, The Good Place. Like the dude is just so jacked. He's got, oh, he's yeah, got cheaty. Cheaty, yeah, yeah. Unnecessarily cheaty jacked shredded. dude. He's shredded yep. for no reason. Just un- it's I mean, I mean, it's good to promote the, the healthy body image, but- yeah, man. Like Oof. specifically the Frank Grillo thing. I, I mean, I yeah. touched on it before. I mean, like when you got like access to all these, yeah, uh, workouts and you, your whole career is based on looking good. Yeah, I get yeah. why you're jacked. But yeah. like, let's let's be real. There is HGH involved. There are steroids. Oh, there are yeah. doctor prescriptions. Oh yeah, making himself look that good. I don't got that. Yeah. I'm thick and solid There's- and tight without it. <laughs> but still, there is yeah. that uh that um unrealistic body standard right there it, that you're it talking really about. Is. They got access to all kinds of stuff. They got, you know, bull testosterone. They got guys in Sweden putting you in ice baths for, for half an hour or whatever it is. Um, yep. Joe Rogan. Horse, yep. horse meat. Yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan talks about this being in the crypto crypto chamber or whatever it is that to, to, to like you're freezing your molecules. You're freezing, you're freezing your cells. Like after like 30, your cells begin to break down and die. And uh, guys like Joe Rogan and Frank Grillo and Brad Pitt, all these guys have access to these, you know, futuristic like like cellular nanotechnology that keeps your cells from literally dying right yeah yeah, yeah it's like insane iron man's body suit is, is his body actually yeah. though the the the, chiro, the chiro, ooh, chirotherapy that's not yeah. that's not too far-fetched uh that, right. there's actually a gym around here that charges 50 bucks an hour to, to use one really interesting yep yeah i'm not gonna that's crazy it, but you understand <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah so let's i'm, I'm doing yes. push-ups right now yeah, I can, I can you hear do you. you. I'm doing hear. push-ups. <laughs> okay, so let's let's uh, walk it back a little bit. We have some topics here. The Snyder Cut got released early. The Snyder Cut. 
it's coming out March 31st, I believe. Um, but it got released early. I think it was, uh, I think, what was it? You rented Raya and the Dragon, and you somehow, some people accidentally got the Snyder Cut. So it said some of it got released. Uh, I heard, I've heard good things about it. I've heard some good things. I cannot wait for this fucking movie. It'll be four hours of amazingness. I've heard the thing about this is it's not what I think what people think it's going to be, what it isn't, is the theatrical release which was like two and a half hours, people are thinking, oh, you're just going to tack on another half an hour. No, no, no. Apparently what this is, is two and a half hours that Zack Snyder Snyder did not, was not allowed to put in his movie. And uh, Josh Whedon came in, completely reorganized everything to make it basically, uh, it was basically a a Josh Whedon movie afterwards. So apparently what what the Snyder Cut is, Snyder Cut, it is uh, two and a half hours of brand new footage. So that's interesting. That's crazy. So it's going to bring the whole total of the movie to like four hours long. No, 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 no. You, you, you didn't hear me. He's replacing what came out before. So you had the original uh, Justice League movie, right? They came out in theaters. You have that. That is two and a half hours. What this, what the Snyder Cut is, is replacing two and a half hours almost completely. And is all, the only remaining footage from the original theater cut is 30 minutes. The, the rest, the other, what, what is it, three hours, four hour runtime is completely new, is what I've heard, is the way I, or the way I understood it. All right. Well, this movie just needs to come out so we can watch it. To yes, Lay exactly. to rest everything yes, that I've yes, heard because yes. I've, been hearing, I've been hearing a ton of different stuff. I heard originally that it was only yeah. like, I'm like, how many minutes are they actually adding into this? And I thought it was like a five minutes. And it's like, no, it's not five minutes. It's like two and a half hours. I'm like, well, so now it's a four-hour movie. Well, no, now you're telling (laughs) me that it's actually just a movie on top of a new movie. Basically, Snyder's coming to me and like, hey, hey, we get the fuck out of here. This is my movie now, right? That's what I'm hearing now. Yes, yes, yes. Your movie sucked. My movie's going to be better. Yes, better. (laughs) Better is a uh, very subjectively used uh, term in this this context, but yes. (laughs) It's going to be a different movie. Let's say different. Rewind a little bit though. You got your uh, platforms mixed up. You said Raya and the Last Dragon. I think it was like Tom and Jerry. That, Tom uh, and Jerry. Okay, yes. In yeah. the middle of the movie, it, it turned into Justice League or something yeah. like that, or it, yeah. somehow there was some kind of glitch. Yeah, totally different because Tom and Jerry. I actually watched different. that movie. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, that's free on HBO Max, as opposed to Raya, which is yeah. thirty bucks. Th- thirty dollars. I've heard. We all things. know how I feel about that. How do you feel? Oh, Damien, by the way, Promising Young Woman's 20 bucks er, is going down in price next week. <laughs> Should have waited out, bro. You, you forced me to watch it, and I was like, come on, just, just let me just let me wait. I'm too cheap. Yeah. And of course, yeah. next week it's going to be 20 bucks or less than 20 bucks. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say I told you so, but I kind of told you so. You did. You really did. Uh, speaking of big, big ass blockbuster movies, uh, Endgame has been dethroned as the uh, box office, biggest box office movie of, of all time. Uh, Avatar was released this week back to theaters in China to make like some bullshit ten million dollars. <laughs> I mean, first Such of all, bullshit. First of all, how are you? I, I find it very hard to believe that they, like all of these accountants, ran the numbers so accurately they got it down to the million million dollar mark. Like, you know, wasn't there? There's got to be some fudging. Can't they just do some fudging the numbers? You know, can't they just fudge it a little bit to be like, they're both a lot. They both made a lot of money. Whether it was, you know, 2.7897524 billion, whatever. doesn't matter. They they made all of the money. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Jesus. And, uh, I mean, it does matter, though, because, I mean, as long as dick size matters, it's always going to matter, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think there should be rules involved here, though. You shouldn't be able to put right. Avatar back into theaters. How fair is that? Right. No, you shouldn't be able to do that. Um, but you, you know who the real winner in all of this is? Is um, China. Oh, crap. I just... China, yes, that also uh, Disney. That's another winner. But uh, who is the uh, Zoe Saldana, right? Because she was in Avatar. Okay. She's in Avengers, okay. and she's in um, Star Star Trek. Some of the, she's some of the biggest uh, money making movies of all time. So I think she's the real winner in all of this. Yeah, she's like she's wringing her hands. She's like mm, money, 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 money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Money, money, when money, she when money, she heard, money, money. <laughs> yeah, she did the. Um, she did the the thing, the Zombieland thing of wiping their tears away with the money. <laughs> right. I was actually going for the uh, Vegas vacation Chevy Chase with the the guy. He finally won the Kino. He's like, I won the money, the money, oh. uh, the money's mine. I won it. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember about, about that movie is they get kicked out he of the, all of they, they died. Who died? The old guy with he, he won the money and then he died. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Ripped that man. But uh, I was gonna say the only thing about that movie I remember is they get they get kicked out of all the regular casinos, so they have to um, go to like the the budget casinos, the yeah. knockoff casinos, and they had to bet like yeah. you know well, how many how many uh, fingers am I holding up behind my back? Right. <laughs> that's so stupid. Three, two. Oh, damn. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing war. <laughs> yeah, playing war. war. Jeez, that's awesome. Good Guess God. what number I'm thinking of? Yep. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't care if everybody hates it. Right, right. I love how the entire series, like the kids, are never played by the same two people. Uh they are. They're not, right? I don't think so. I don't think any. I don't. I believe so. They were just talking about this on Empire, the Empire podcast this week. Um, but yeah, I believe so. But anyways, uh, let's move on. The Wandavision finale has some deleted scenes. They talked about this this week on. Um, Vanity Fair podcast, Joanna Robertson's podcast. This is very good. I thank you, thank you again for introducing me to that podcast. Um, so yeah, Matt, Sh- Matt, Matt Shackman, the director of WandaVision, uh, did an interview saying, quote, we did have something more planned for a senior scratchy, which we ultimately couldn't do. We did have a Rip. whole sequence where Darcy, Monica, and Ralph all meet up with the kids and they're in Agatha's house and they think maybe they should steal the Darkhold because the kids had seen it when they were down there being held hostage by Agatha. So they go down there to get the book and they're reaching for the book and the rabbit hops up in front of the, in front of the book. They reach over to pet him and he, and he hisses. And this whole American werewolf in London transformation happens and there's this big demon, Agatha's familiar. Goonies set pieces and ensure ensue as they try to escape from the rabbit. So this is really interesting because uh, they they released behind the scenes pictures of the making of WandaVision, and it's, it, this was filmed like last year. Like everyone's wearing masks and shit. So it is really interesting how close to the release of some of the stuff is filmed. Uh, I remember when Endgame came out. Um, the, the the final word that uh, Robert Downey Jr. utters, "I am Iron Man," that was not filmed until January 2019, and and Endgame came out April of that year. So it's it's crazy to me how how close to release a lot of this stuff is. You know, being filmed, being rewritten, having some of the CGI cut out, some of the major plot points being taken in, putting out stuff like that. So it's fascinating. Mm. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. It's kind of close to the wire there, but. Very close, and uh, this was the reason that apparently they released the first up the first week 
they released only the first two episodes. They originally wanted to release the first three. The, I remember at the end of the of the third episode, Monica gets kicked out of the hex, which I feel like I think we talked about it at the at the time of release. Like that would have been great <laughs> last scene of that first week. That definitely would have you know made me more interested in that episode and that series overall. Uh, still a great series overall, but but would have been a great um, closing moment for the first week. But they delayed. They they made it so the third episode came out the week later because they needed time. Literally, they were they didn't have time to finish it. <laughs> they weren't done making the sure. show at the time the first two episodes came out, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> That's right? ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking crazy yeah. like, how, how much COVID uh, fucked everything up. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, really cool episodes. Uh, really cool. Um, Interviews on. I listened to so many <laughs> interviews with them, with uh, Matt Shackman and J- and Jack Schaefer, the creators and the writers of the show. Yeah. Like, like, uh, good, good for th- you. Thank you, thanks, buddy. I, I get into this shit deep, very, very well, deep. I'm I just, I feel like at this point, WandaVision's over now. And then I saw all these podcasts I had lined up because when when they were happening live, I was like, all right, I want to hear. What fans got to say? I want to hear what this has, has to say. What did I miss? And then after the the thing was over, we had our discussion, and everyone discussed that last episode. I know they had the the this whole Wanda Vision scenes that didn't make the cut, and uh, yeah. they had the making of Wanda Vision. Actually, was that yeah. today? Yeah, I think so. Or Friday it was Friday. Friday, Friday. But um, yeah. After that, I was looking at these pods, and I'm like, well, I don't. I don't really care what they have to say anymore. Like, <laughs> Show's over. Show's over. Wipe your hands off it. Wow. Okay. All yep. right. Yep. Interesting. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So we got uh, Winter Soldier, kept, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming. Apparently that was, that is also uh, the making of it or the, the, what is it? The CGI and the pr- post-production wasn't done as well, which is another reason they delayed the third episode of Division. So yeah, right up, to, right up to the fucking wire with a lot of this shit, which is crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yo, you want to do a a, a, re- a weekly recap like we did last time? Got, for WandaVision, for Winter Soldier? Yeah, okay, we'll keep going we all the way down here. Marvel's got that locked and loaded. Oh, yeah. Content, well, everybody. Be content. Prepared. Yep. The March was yeah. his favorite word, content. Woo. Yep. Got that. Then we got Loki. Yep. All It's all going. It's all happening. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts for uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon? Like, what's what your, your How overall? do you think that's going to play out? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea because, like, I th- we've like bad this, boys, bad boys. Yep, could be something like that. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to a lot of what, more action set maybe, pieces. Ma- yeah, maybe not what you you, you think is going to be. What do you want to see? More cameos, man. Like this is the whole point more of this cameos. all the interconnected world. Like people are saying, oh, it would have it would have um, you know taken away from um, Wanda's journey and her character development to have somebody somebody swoop in at the last moment and save her i wasn't looking for somebody to save particularly her, really. a man particularly no. a man yeah uh i wasn't looking for somebody to to help her to save her at the last moment i just wanted I, the whole thing about the mcu is that it's in, interconnecting and you have so many different uh toy pieces like they were saying on uh vanity fair this week is is just the the thrill of seeing this is so many different um action action pieces action figures that you just see playing around with each other play, interconnecting and interacting with each other is the big draw of the entire MCU and I I love that's the one of the big draws for me is is seeing that so more okay, cameos so let's please test, yes let's test that you you remember Deadpool where yeah. uh, remember when he goes into the X mansion 
Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. And uh, he's going around. He's like, this place is empty. And he's like, you know, talking to Colossus the whole time. And Colossus <laughs> is like, ah, yeah. oh, you shouldn't have showed up. Like, oh, I don't know. And then he's walking by. He's like, where is everybody? And then Beast is in the, uh, the office and there's a bunch of X-Men yeah. in there. And he like, yeah. he's like, shh, and closes the door. <laughs> like, is that the type of cameo that you want to see? Or do you, or would you, would you have been satisfied in WandaVision if uh, Dr. Strange was holding a newspaper? And then, like, he lowers it real quick. <laughs> yes. And then, like, yes. picks it back up. That yes. would have been fine. That would have been fine. Yes. <laughs> that would have been. Come on. That's the whole thing. Okay. Like, all we're right. saying, this, all this stuff is happening at the same time. It's all the same, like, place. And it's just, ugh. give me something, like, more of that. Yes. Yes. Or yes, Strange yes. comes in, just offers moral support. And he's just like, hey, I'm not here to fix yeah. the problem, but I'm here to support you. Yes, <laughs> he said. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> hit, like, just show him, like, acknowledge acknowledge that this is all happening in the same universe, is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I get you. Thanks, buddy. Um, so moving on, got some game stuff I want to talk about real quick, because uh, got some addictions game going stop? on here. Game stuck? Game stonk? Got some addictions going back, on. dude. Game stonks are back, are they? What is yeah. it at? Yeah. What's it at? Uh, last I had known, it was 256 per share. Currently... Current retail price of GameStop GameStop stock at uh, Sunday, uh, March fourteenth, nine forty-two p.m. It's two hundred and sixty-four dollars and forty-eight cents. Yep, Yep. it dropped out at like twenty at some point. So there is another wave of millionaires. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but um, got a mobile game, gotcha game, gotcha game called uh, AFK Arena. It's one of those, you know, you get your guys, get these giant, what I, what I want out of a game like this is just be like, ooh, that looks fucking awesome. Like I got a dude here, like a, like a giant paladin, giant sword, fucking, you know, wild looking armor. You know, I just want cool effects. I want, I want shit. I want numbers popping out. I want the numbers to get bigger. I want bigger numbers every day. Uh, that's all I really want. I want to be able to put it down, come back two hours later, click, click, get my loot and just do the grind every day. And that's, that's yep. what it does. It, it fills that that's void. That's what they do. It, that's what they do. Uh, it's apparently called an idle game. This is one of those games where um, way back in the day, once like 2011, 2012, these games started coming out called, when it was called Cookie Cookie Clicker, where you basically cook a, click, click a cookie and you collect oh, more cookies. you to say. Yeah, <laughs> you collect more cookies over and over again. So you get like billions and trillions and, and quadrillions. And eventually the numbers just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and you put it down and come back later and the number's even bigger. So that's what an idle game is. So this is what this has idle game uh, mechanics like that, where you just put it down, come back and later and you uh, have a bunch of stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but one game I wanted to get more into, uh, which is a game that came out this week called Loop Hero. I have the picture here. It's basically a, not even 16-bit, I want to say like uh, 8-bit, like um, late late era uh, NES like RPG. It looks like that. It looks like Final Fantasy, you know, 3 or 4, something like that, right? Yeah, I'd say um, similar to the way like maybe... Oh, like a link to the not not a link to the past. Uh, Zelda yeah. two or no, whatever whatever that one was, where yes, Link was actually yes. the character and the, the entire model changed. It Legend looks a lot the, like this. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, one of the first very very first RPGs back in the day came out. But this has this has that aesthetic, but with so it's 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 got a bunch of different elements from a d- bunch of different genres of games. Uh, so you have the loot gathering and upgrading of RPGs. You have that right off the bat because you have. Things on the side here, we can see like the you know level eight sword and level 
you know, seven shield and level eight armor. So you have, you go through and you collect shit like that and you keep upgrading it, keep upgrading it. Um, you do runs, you do a loop. And at the end of the, at the end of the loop, you can be like, okay, I have enough resources to go back to my village and upgrade, you know, the kitchen so I could get more food. I can upgrade my, you know, whatever, the medical bay so I can have more health my next run. Like every run, you're upgrading your everything. So it has, you know, roguelike elements of Slay the Spire. So it's basically, if you've never played a roguelike, it's basically you're you're running through a, a game. You're running through a predetermined, or not predetermined, uh, um, what do you call that? When it's, uh, uh, when it's uh, made up every time. Uh, Pre-constructed, procedurally, procedurally generated. The 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 dungeon oh, okay. the dungeon is, is made different every time. So you're going in. It's a new it's a new setup. So you might the loop is always a loop. It's always a closed loop. But it might have you know little um, indentations uh, where you can go in and put a um, lay down a card that you can touch like six grid instead of three. So that's different every time. The bosses are, are the bosses are always the same, but different enemies. Um, it's got an addiction of you know one more run where you want to go in and you get you know fifty jewels. But next time you can go out and you get fifty like stone elements, steel elements. You could get you know a hundred. Maybe go around again and get a hundred. But if you don't make it back to the starting point, you lose seventy uh, percent of your loot. So it's a very you know risk reward uh, type of system where you 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 have like you know. <laughs> a shit ton of stuff on you and you could you could go back right now and drop it all off and have a good have a good amount of loot but you could do another loop and get even better gear get even better gear and even more stuff so it has that uh, addiction and that that loot greed of um escape from tarkov has this where you're you've killed yeah. like three or four people and you're like all right I could extract right now, but what if I just killed two more people? And then you die and lose everything. You gotta know when to hold them. Yeah. Know yeah. when to fold them. Exactly. Know so when this, to walk away. Just know like when with, to run. Just like with EFT. <laughs> I remember playing. I remember playing EFT. Like when we. I think it was we were doing the podcast and I started playing it. And I came on the podcast on like Saturday. And I was like, Yeah, I've been up since Thursday <laughs> playing EFT. So yeah. this has definitely got the got its hooks in me again, just like that game did. Uh, I played, uh, let me see my playtime. And keep in mind, this is, I just got this game Thursday. So I'm going to go to my Keep in mind, it's an idle game too. It's not really an idle game. You can't just walk away from it. You don't. You don't keep it running like an idle game. Yeah. It's got. It's got idle game mechanics in that you when we when you first start out and the loop is very barren. There's almost no guys on the table. You can just let it go and let him collect the loot. And at the end of the first loop, then you can come back and start equipping your gear. So I got. Okay. I bought this game on Thursday and I have 27 hours to my name right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That makes it sense. is. Yeah. It is an amazing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see because uh, you 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 brought up loop here to me before you brought up um, your the gacha game that you got yeah and how how often do you play gacha games is that that's not a common thing for you right you, I mean no, you this, don't play a this ton is of the those. first one I ever got it's the first one yeah I was gonna say I, I feel like I brought it up to you before and uh, you never you you, you were like oh yeah okay but I can see I feel like loop hero could be like a gacha game and I can see where you might have got that like vibe for it yeah with uh, <laughs> the the <laughs> idol game that you. We're talking about, yeah. The, um, the gacha one that you were talking about, uh, AFK Arena. AFK Arena, yeah, yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, this doesn't surprise me. These two seem like they have kind of a similar, similar feel to them. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Like Loop, Loop Hero is a fifteen dollars game. 
Uh, there's no, there is no microtransactions. There's no, none of that right. kind of stuff. So it's not, it's not a gotcha game. It's not a uh, yeah, idle yeah, game. Yeah. In that I'm sense. saying I could, I could see how it could be one. Oh I could yeah, see how yeah. they could turn it into one. They could, yeah, they could very easily, really do that, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is a very good game. And I was gonna say one more thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I play FK Arena um, a couple times here and there. Uh, just bought a bunch of stuff. It's crazy the amount of stuff. Like if you want, <laughs> if you want to give this to a kid, you'd be like, okay, my account is at zero dollars now because I just gave this gotcha game to my kid. Because if you go to the merchant screen, like I'm the merchant screen right now. It's like, where's the thing? It's like um, monthly subscriptions. You can do uh, where is it? Weekly deals, monthly deals. Uh, hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars. They do a thing here which is kind of interesting. Where it's like, yeah, it's 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 nuts how much shit you can buy in this game, but uh, they do a thing which I think is very like pro consumer, pro pro like addiction or I don't know what you call it, but it's like you know limit one per day. You can only buy <laughs> these things. All of these things on the stream right now can only be bought one a day. So I think that's kind of uh, they uh, protect you. you. They protect from you, you from restrictions. You. Yeah, restrictions. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's interesting. You know, in this capitalist society we live in, it's it's it's. Surprising to see well, that. We can't say it's interesting. I mean, they've they they've gone to court over things like this, so it's they're true, walking true. very fine line to like true. what this actually is, and uh, kids spending so much money uh, on their parents' accounts, and yeah, parents should have uh, knowledge of what their kids are doing, but man, it's so easy to buy things and just drain shit. Now, that's what, I think we talked about this before, too, when I was bringing up gacha games in the first place. I'm cheap. I don't buy anything. Everything I do is just yeah. a daily grind. It's just a normal stuff. I've never spent a dime on any game that I've ever played on my phone. But I was like, I feel like if you had this game, knowing how I, I know you were uh, in Hearthstone, I'm like, I feel like you would make these people very, very happy. You would be what they would call a whale at some yeah. times. Or at least yeah. maybe a uh, narwhal or something. Narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I played, I played. Uh, what was it? Apex. We played it for like a, you know two or three months, and I probably put one hundred fifty, one hundred fifty dollars into that just playing for that little bit, little bit of time. So right. yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll dive in hard to a game, then bounce out pretty quickly. Uh, one game I did put in probably, probably five hundred dollars into was Hearthstone back in the day. Uh, I played that for like two or three years. So yeah, that is, you know, if it's a game like that where it's you, you need the cards to win, which Thinking back on it, I never got to the highest rank in that game, even though I had the best decks, which is just like, it's it's sad <laughs> to think that you had the best decks, but the only thing keeping you from the highest ranks was your shitty play style. Yourself. Yourself. Your skill. Yeah. Your skill. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> your inability to lay traps properly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's, oh, it's a, it's a tra it was also like a very basic like version of um, uh, like Magic the Gathering. It was had the just the most basic version of that. There was no yeah, land. Yeah, it was like WoW's magic. Yeah, there was no like land cards or any of that shit. It was so basic. It was so simple. Um, it was I like on Twitch all the time watching these like, you know, 17, 18 year olds getting legend every every week and winning tournaments. I'm just like, how is this possible? How do you do this shit? So, yeah. Anyways, like yeah, it, it sort of is like chess. It's a very, very basic game, very simple game, but uh, it's, it's simple to learn, hard to master, sure. one, of the, one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so many levels that you could take it to. Yep, 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 yep. So let's move on. I'm trying to find the list here. I'm trying to delay to find a list of the uh, best uh, Oscars nominated this year. 
Um, but it seems like, let's just say what it is going to be, because basically the, the nominees are sort of, not the nominees, but the winners are sort of chosen already. You have a lot of momentum behind things like Nomadland. And uh, let's see, let's see, looking here. Cheswick Boseman's probably going to win Best Actor posthumously, just like, uh, um, what's his name, Joker guy. I correctly predicted. Yeah, Joker, who played Joker? Oh. Dark Knight. Uh, oh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger won it that year because he died, not because not only because he died, but gave one of the best one gave one of the best performances of all time in that movie as well. But the, his death probably cemented his the decision. But um, yeah, yeah, just going through the list here, um, I'd really like to see Maria Bakalova get supporting actress for for her performance in that. Uh, what do they have here? They have like um, they have odds. Oh, they have, uh, that's interesting. They have Vegas odds in this one website I'm on. So they have <clears throat> Nomad Land director Chloe Zhao at a 18 to 25 chance to win Best Director award there. They gave uh, Carrie Mulligan a 17 to, 17 to 20 odds to win for Promising Young Woman. Uh, so just go, and, we've talked about this multiple times. So let's just really quickly go through like, what do you think is going to win Best Picture? Oh, um, yeah. Um, Bank. Mank. Do you want me to give you a, a list here? <laughs> I think Mank will be more respected at an Oscar. Yeah, go ahead. Give 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 the crowd the list. Uh Nomad Land. Trial well it's not it's not the, these are these aren't official nominations. We're recording this Sunday night. Right, the nominations right. are tomorrow, so this is just a basic list of what could be nominated. Uh Nomad Land, Trial of Chicago Seven, Minari, Marine's Black Bottom, Mank, Promising a Woman, One Night Miami, The Father. Judas and the Black Messiah and the Sound of Metal, and that was ranked by most likely to win to least likely to win. So I'm going to say yeah. Nomadland is probably so, going to take it. There, I go make Nomadland and then Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal, you have a t- uh, top three. Interesting. That is one of these yeah. movies that I think, if it was released around the same time as like Never Really, Sometimes Always, or The Nest, like The Nest and Never Rarely got fucking just forgotten about <laughs> two of my favorite movies from last year just nothing just not even a nomination for actresses nothing for director yeah. nothing for nothing sad so i saw for like for, okay maybe this is best picture so that might be a little different for the like oscars i saw that you know the supporting actors actors like a- actual actors uh yeah um cast their vote for Whoever's in the uh, whoever was nommed, right? The SAG Awards, like actors are, are making that decision, like for the for the Oscars, right? No, the Oscars Is that are how that works? no, 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 no. You think of the SAG Awards. The SAG Awards are the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Um, those are the ones that are nominated by actors themselves. Uh, so this is, the Oscars are still another committee. Yes. of uh, old people. It's a it's a cabal of old people. <laughs> yep, exactly. Really. All right. Yep. Oh shoot! Yeah, some bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking though, like, I, like if you actually went like fan, I, I, I was just looking on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, f- for fan voted one hundred percent stuff, uh, like I was like list of twenty twenty movies that uh, got one hundred percent for f- fan votes, and never rarely, sometimes always was the first one that I recognized on the list, but there were like eight movies before that that I had never even heard of. Um, what do you, would you want the Oscars to be fan voted? Because actually I heard from the, um, one of the podcasts you had me listen to, like they <laughs> tried it or something like that a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. And it some some kind of like, I don't, I don't know what, what, what the actual 
category was, but they, they put the kibosh on that real quick. Cause I think that's like how something like dark Knight rises or something like that would be, would get into the Oscars or something. They're people's favorite movie as opposed to, but the, the movies they pick, they're just, they feel out of touch. Don't they? Yeah. Or they maybe really not do. out of touch, but they, they, they don't feel like they, they resonate with, uh, your general public, I suppose. It just resonates with nope. the people that put on the Oscars at the Golden Globes or stuff like that. Yeah, you look at the winners from the you past couple years. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's uh, it's it's they get it wrong more often than they get it right. I'm just gonna look up uh, real quick best picture winners from the last couple of years because you it, it is such a miss. They miss way more than they hit. Um, let me see. So the last couple of years, like Parasite won last year, which was I agree was. Deserved yeah, that's it. fine. I like that. Green Book won the year before that. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Don't even know what if, it is. If uh, yeah, I no. assume it's a movie. It won. <laughs> <laughs> it had Mar- it had Marshala Ali and uh, Viggo Mortensen, and they played. Uh, Marshala Ali was a piano player. Huh. Nothing. Okay. Um, let me see. Crash won two thousand six. There's a bunch of them that that probably okay. should not have won. Titanic won in 98. So there was one, like the Dance with the Wolves one I, I brought up a lot. Driving Miss Daisy. The, the There there is a, a shit ton in the 80s that are, I'm struggling to even watch. Um, the Last Emperor uh, was, a, was a Spielberg movie, I think. Um, Out of Africa, Amadeus, Terms of Endearment, I finally saw. Gandhi, Cherries of Fire. There are just so many movie uh, Best Picture winners of the past few years that are just like... It is is a fucking, it is yeah. a gauntlet to get through some of these. So yeah, you're right. It, it is, it's been said gauntlet before. Gauntlet for the viewer. Gauntlet for the viewer, exactly. So it's it's yeah. it's been happening for a long time. It's not going to stop anytime soon. But yeah, you're right. They're completely out of touch with what you know is popular with. The, not not I'm not going to say the average moviegoer. Like you were talking about, like the average person voting. I don't, I don't think it should be that. But there's got to be a middle ground between the average person and this the, the shadowy cabal. Of of all the white men voting on this shit too, so yeah, like uh, I say, like next year, do you think Wandavision will be recognized for any kind of Emmy or Golden Globes kind yeah. of nomination, or yeah, is it going to be discredited because it's a superhero movie or something like that? Um, like, I feel like times have kind of changed. There are different um, shows kind of coming out. Like I don't know, people are experimenting with a lot of stuff. Like the thing we watched was like uh, one of the, the movie's uh, boss level. It's like a mix of Groundhog Day and um, uh, um, <laughs> rage quitting like gamers and stuff like <laughs> yeah like it this outside the box thick and stuff that i don't know i'm not saying that's worthy of an oscar or anything but you know that that's kind of stuff that i just feel like well i feel like some old guys looking at it like the fuck is this yeah nah, give me my mank i yeah. want my mank i want my mank <laughs> get off my lawn yeah you know, like i don't know i feel yeah. like that crowd needs to get younger and they that do. would kind of resonate more with the general public than having yeah. a bunch of old dudes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, soapbox. Before, I'm off the soapbox. Let's see. Yeah. Well, before we get off the topic, I just want to shove your nose in this fact that the Golden Globes were viewed by 6.9 people this year compared to 18.3 million in 2020. So that's not good. Sho- sho- shove my nose in it? Because you said last year, last week that the Golden Globes uh, were, ratings were good. They were strong. Strong oh, was the word I used. To. I was I, I meant like as of the history of the Golden Globes had strong viewership. I didn't expect this one to. It was like Venmo or not Venmo. <laughs> what it was? Uh, what 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 is the what the thing they were using? 
Ah, Zoom. Slipping my mind. Zoom. Zoom, yeah. I said Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Must owe somebody some money. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. No, it was all Zoomed up. Obviously, nobody's going to pay attention to that shit. I don't know. No, I, I, meant, I meant in the past, Golden Globes is pretty lucrative for the um, cable companies when it's an actual produced show, not- I don't know. Zoom, you know, I don't know. that so makes sense to me. This article is saying the audience for the Emmys in September dropped 11% year over year to just 6.1 million viewers, another record low. Last year, even before the pandemic-driven shutdowns, the Academy Award viewership fell to a record low of 26.3 million. Record low of 26.3 is still yeah, pretty high. That is, <laughs> that is pretty high. That is very high. Yeah. So that's uh, what I'm saying. Like they're using, I mean, it's going down, but 26 million is still it's a lot. substantial. It's a lot. Um, so talking about movies and podcasts about movies, you had me listen to this week's um, Bill Simmons podcast, and I, I was, I, I was shook. I was shook, as the kids say. I was, I was screaming. <laughs> I God. was listening to it. And I was like, God. he's going to love this. I got, you, you made me listen to uh, the big picture. And I'm like, I got one for you. Listen to this. God, this guy, Wesley Morris, they said he, they, they, they credited him as a New York times critic. And it's just like, excuse me. How, how did this person who was just shitting on everything he liked, he, he had some, he had like a light, he had a light, um, positive feedback for sound of metal you said he liked it he said yeah that's that was good and he was he was just all over the place i don't know if he was nervous or he didn't have his facts straight but he was just like this paul racky guy he's pretty good i guess i've never seen him before um just all over the place with titles and and had no clue what he was talking about half the time with some of these movies just just was just completely yeah it just pissed me off really <laughs> yeah i'm surprised he didn't make you pay for the third hot take you should look at the New York Times. If you ever catch one of their articles online, it's like, all right, yeah. you've seen two articles. Now, if you want to see a third one, or you have one remaining before you have to pay us $6 to continue viewing our content. <laughs> I, I think I have I think I think have New York Times as like a, a digital subscription for like a dollar a month or something like that. So I think it was worth it. Oh, really? Me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I think great. it's funny. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's two hot takes. Uh, you got to pay for the third, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Jesus. That, ugh. Ugh. Boy. I don't know. What pissed you off the most, you think? Just they uh, them shitting on Judas and the Black Messiah. I think that was really, like they were saying, it's like they were saying um, something about, oh, that they, they keep, and also this, I'm, I, uh, I follow them on Twitter. I follow Big Picture or uh, uh, The Ringer on Twitter. And they kept posting this fucking clip of him being like, Judas the Black Messiah, you know, what's a what's a good movie anyway? It's like, what's a good... Eh, can we even define what a good movie is? And it's like, yeah, you kind of fucking can, buddy. Mr. Film Review over here. Can't, what is even a good movie these days? Excuse me? Excuse me? Get the fuck out of here. I thought... I'd say his takes were pretty hot, but... Well, Bill Simmons actually was the one that was saying that... It, the Fred Hampton thing. It, it, I, I, I agree with him on a certain level where it kind of, at the end of the movie, you were feeling a little... Uh, uh, is it ambivalent the word I'm looking for? Yeah. It was just like, it, even it, it seemed like that character was was that way too. And, and while sure. it was like, all right, well, I picked a side, so, you know, whatever. He, I think he just wanted Fred Hampton's character a little more flip. No, Fred Hampton was Kalua, right? Yes. Or was he the, oh, now I'm talking about the other guy, the, the informant. Bill O'Neill. Shoot, my bad. Yeah, he, he just wanted something like, more on him i think he wanted like a documentary on that or at least a more definitive like like um 
pick a side kind of thing or I mean, that's a pick a side or, or explain this guy's story because there was a lot left on the table and he, he did have some points where he was talking like you could have had a, uh um Kalua's character and the informant's character have the same conversations that you could have had um who was who was the cop Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Yeah. The, 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 the conversations that the informant, the Plemons, uh, Plemons character had, you could have just kind of eliminated some of that stuff and, and, and had the movie kind of flushed together a little bit more. I thought that was understandable. My part that I thought got me was they were shitting all over the five bloods. Yeah. They were saying that like his, um, um, Delroy Del Lindo. Yeah. Delroy Lindo's character was completely unbelievable. <laughs> I don't see how that's unbelievable. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. He was he was saying uh, Del Rindo was saying on a podcast the uh, I forget when it was, but he was saying how he 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 himself had um uh what was it he was saying he he was afraid about the extent that which the character didn't need to be a Trump supporter. Like he said, you know, can I, he, he had a conversation with Spike Lee about, you know, can he just be a conservative? Can he just be an asshole conservative? Can he, does he have to be a Trump supporter? And Spike Lee came back and said, yeah, he, he does actually. So maybe it's that point that they were harping on about him being a specifically maybe. a Trump supporter. He was a president at the time though. So, I mean, it made sense according to the movie. It just, I mean, it's, it's recognizable when he's wearing like the red hats and make, uh, make America great again. And they even had like that French guy kind of look like Donald Trump too. So yeah. I can understand that was kind of, that was definitely a nod from Spike Lee being like, all right, no, th you got to be a Trump supporter. Cause I'm actually going to have a caricature of Donald Trump in the movie. Yeah. But like, it, I don't think being a Trump supporter necessarily was bad just because, you know, he was the president at that time period in the movie. So it just kind of makes sense. To me, that's the way yeah. I see it. I don't know. Other yeah. people could get their own read on it. Yeah. Ah, just, just, oof. Some rough takes. Real you rough did takes. have some crazy takes. That was crazy. Jesus. I knew you were going to love it. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad I made your day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really did. So let's, um, let's move on. And I want to flip around these topics real quick because I want to do the, um, distressing movies first. And then we'll have the, uh, palate cleanser of the, of, uh, Jeez. boss level. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see this picture down here. Uh, so I, a few weeks ago, I bought a bunch of Criterion movies. Criterion is this channel that does a lot of um, in-depth, uh, behind-the-scenes movie documentaries. Since or uh, they 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 present movies in an interesting so way. But, <laughs> that face. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but uh, Criterion puts out very comprehensive uh, Blu-rays where they have a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. They have a lot of like. Um, uh, essays written in them by uh, filmmakers and critics and things like that that, are, that, come, that come in the packaging of the Blu-rays. Really well put together Blu-rays, but they're always like, you know, $40, $50, $60. They had a sale a couple weeks ago for half off all of their Blu-rays, so I bought, I bought a shit ton of them. Finally getting through some of them, some of the worst, some of the hardest ones to get through. Uh, one was called Brazil, a movie from 1985, directed by Terry Gilliam, uh, starring Jonathan Price, Robert De Niro, and Ian Holm, uh, this is a movie, a synopsis is, a bureaucrat in a dystopian society becomes an enemy of the state as he pursues the woman of his dreams. So this is very much like 1984. Like I think Terry Gilliam just made a his own version of like 1984. It's very good. Uh, I should definitely seek that out. It's got a 7.9 in Rotten Tomatoes. I think it has like a 90% 90, 90 on, or a 90% uh, 90, 90 on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.9 in IMDb. 
Uh, that was very good. But uh, then I put on this movie from 1985, again from, from 1985, called Come and See. Uh, this is a movie directed by Elam Klimov. Uh, this is a Russian film. Uh, this is a, the synopsis is that after finding an old rifle, a young boy joins the Soviet resistance movement against ruthless German forces and experiences the horrors of World War II. So now uh, you can mention the picture I have up is the uh, the front of the Blu-ray, one of the most distressing uh, uh, posters, uh-huh. movie posters of all time. It is, uh, let's say, a fifteen-year-old boy, blonde boy, uh, looking straight into the camera with some with some dead eyes. Just 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 see, he has seen some shit, right? Yeah, those eyes have seen shit. That's, uh, those eyes have seen some. Those shit. Those eyes have seen so much shit that I keep scrolling up and I just keep looking at. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Frank Rillo. boss level guy's feet Frank Rillo's feet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is this is not like like this is held up as one of the most distressing movies you could ever see um, and it is very distressing very um, hard to watch but um, let's see I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop some references probably haven't heard of any of these guys but uh, uh, director um, made made a war film called uh, Th- Thin Red Line uh Fuck, let me. I had his name in my brain just a second ago. Let me get it in. Red line. Uh, directed by Terrence Malick. So, Terrence Malick makes these movies. He made a really good one. You should see called The uh, the Tree of Life. It has Brad Pitt in it. It's very, very good. But um, a lot of these movies have this very ethereal, very, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Dreamlike feeling throughout. A lot of the movie and has a, a narration over top of it, so uh, a lot of this movie has that as well of the the boy and the girl traveling to the countryside uh, before the war gets to them. Uh, these very dreamlike uh, sequences, very artsy, very uh, um, yeah, dreamlike is the best way to, to 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 try to say it. But then it does get very uh, intense <laughs> near the end. A lot of bombs dropping. They have that. Uh, ringing in your ears almost the entire time. So you're, you're very much in this kid's uh, point of view. You feel what he's feeling the, almost the entire time. And uh, yeah, it's very, it's very bad. Very, very bad things happen in this movie. But uh, yeah, I'm glad I finally awesome. saw it. These are, yeah. these are two Criterion movies that I've always wanted to see, two movies that are on the 1001 movies you have to watch before you die list. So very happy to finally t- check those off my list. Yeah, looking at that thing, I I watched Dunkirk um, probably a yeah. few weeks back for the first yeah. time, and oh. that's it's giving me Dunkirk vibes, like the yeah. way that the you all the the teenage teenagers that were going to war and, and that they were just shell shocked. I remember them standing in the beach on li- in a line waiting for the uh, the U boats to come rescue them and everything, or the not the U boats but the the, the uh, battleships yeah. that come pick them up and everything and. So the just the trips. look they had in their eyes and and everything about that was just like holy shit like i could not i could not and you could not just yep. I, if you're saying that like that is even more intense <laughs> the movie yeah. you just watched is is more depressing and 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 douche that's that's a lot dirty. It's, it's very it's a very dirty movie there is one scene i want to point out where um they are so the boy goes off to war where he goes off to the front line um Meets a girl. They they basically break off. They have they're they're part of the, um, fuck. I had it again. Had the word in my brain, but they're part of the resistance in like Eastern Europe, and so the boy comes back to his village to like warn them that the Germans are coming. 
he goes into his house, can't, can't find his family, can't find his family. Um, him and the girl run out the back and he's like, I think they're over here. I think the boy's saying, I think they're over here. He runs out the back. The girl turns around. And it's a very quick like uh, camera movement to the back of, of their uh, house. And there's this giant, like probably 25, 30 bodies just piled on top of each other. And the boy doesn't see it, but the girl does. And it's this very quick, like camera turn to the bodies and then turning back. It's, it's one of the, one of the most jarring things I've ever seen. Yep. 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 But let's do a, a palate cleanser, like I said, <laughs> with a movie that we both saw this week. I uh, recommended to you called Boss Level. Uh, this stars this is directed by Joe Carnahan. He directed Smoking Aces, The Gray with Liam Neeson and Frank Grillo, uh, and also he directed The A Team. So you probably, if you know those movies, you probably know what you're in for with this movie. Uh, starring this movie, uh, Boss Level is starring Frank Grillo, Will Sasso, Mel Gibson, Michelle Yao, and Ken Jeong. So, buddy, what do you think of this movie? <laughs> fucking awesome right i thought this movie was fucking hilarious <laughs> this was like a uh yeah yeah like i said it was like a cross of um uh groundhog's day and uh, uh like it's Deadpool. rage groundhog's day for rage quitters basically <laughs> yeah it's like it's like groundhog's day with deadpool like it's just hilarious like frank grillo is hilarious there's so many moments of like people getting uh shot in the dick getting stabbed in the dick um ah yeah yeah when he was talking about that he was like uh the way he's like oh there's dying sucks every single time and he was talking about the painful ways to die and he's like that's getting stabbed with a sword is the number two uh, most painful way to up. die can't hear you number one is hello yellow and his character's just slouched over holding his uh oh it's funny stuff hello Say that again, guy. Okay, oh, you just missed everything I said. I missed oh, everything geez, you just that's said. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was saying how um um when the 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 main character was talking about the, the painful ways to die and everything and yeah. uh, he's like getting stabbed in the sword where the sword is uh the second most painful way to die and he's like and then he shows like a flashback to the first I assume the first painful way to die and he shoots him in the dick and they're riding off on the motorcycle yep. and he's just holding his his junk and he's like doubled over and i assume he bled out through his his uh his, his junk yeah but yeah that's not painful yep yep <laughs> jesus um yeah, yeah. not not really a funny moment but the moment where he's talking about like one of the first time he dies and uh what was it he got shot in the face and he's like i, I tasted steak and actually, it was my tongue being cooked by the oh, heat yeah. of the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. That was gnarly. That was gnarly. And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, man, that's that's an intense visual. And then I was like, wait a second. Aren't your taste buds in your tongue? Oh, interesting. Might be a little bit of hyperbole there. I yeah. think he was just saying it for a fact. He wanted that guy to shut the... <laughs> that dude talked a lot. He did. He really did. Um, yeah, no, the Deadpool lines are hilarious. I love uh, just the stuff he was saying. And it like, how many times do you think he, uh, they said fuck in a variant? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that dude was just off. Every single, every, it's like Dana White is the main character right there. <laughs> uh, I love the quote. Um, he uh, was a Frank Grillo says, I can do this all day, dick. Like, uh, I love the, it probably, it probably is a callback to, uh, to Captain America. Oh. There you go. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I love I love Guan Yin. Guan Yin. I am Guan Yin, and Guan Yin has done this. <laughs> so annoying. He's like, I got something to say, but I'm going to save it for later. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Roy, and Roy has done this. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<coughs> oh yeah, somebody. I love Will there. Sasso's death scene. He gets stabbed in the head. He's like, "Do you smell muffins? I smell muffins." <laughs> smell muffins. <laughs> I, was, I was dying for that because he comes back. And he's like, I "Smell muffins." Look, he's like, "I gotta get it out of my head." And he's just pulling out. And he's like, Ugh! And Then he's just like, "I'm blind." <laughs> <laughs> he falls over. <laughs> and then, and then Roy comes out from around the corner. He's like, "It's like a 400 pound unicorn." <laughs> <laughs> what a movie oh man it's uh, fucking crazy absolutely crazy and it's not one of those movies where because like sometimes you tell me to watch a movie and I, I i turn it on and i'm like mm, man i don't know about mm. this i don't know about this mm. and there have been a fair share where it's just like damien what were you thinking suggesting this movie to me and we're not friends anymore <laughs> but then i'm watching this movie and like for a split second i'm like where's this going and it's just like nope action immediately mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. immediately yeah gronk uh, Rob Gronkowski. That must have been what he was doing before the Super Bowl. He was he was uh, the gunner in the the Apache helicopter right there oh. that was shooting into his apartment. Did not realize that. So you see Rob Gronkowski get stabbed in the head. Yep. Yep. You do. And die. And die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not all. It's not all. Uh, you know, Deadpool stuff. It, it, actually, it kind of goes the Deadpool route where he is like a little bit of a redemption story. Uh, um, he's gotta gotta help a family, help his family, and you know do the right thing and show that he's he might be a, a real hero deep down. So it, it has it has everything I feel like, and and it actually it's it had a point where it was like, all right, this is where the movie ends, or does it? And then all right, this is where the movie ends, or does it? And it did it four times, but each time it it continued up again. I was kind of like, I'll allow it. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like it was like uh, they're dragging me along. It's just like, okay, yeah. I'll go with you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go have some fun. Yeah. It's interesting that they, like, a lot of the Groundhog movies, they don't, like, count the days. And this very much was, like, you know, a video game where it's like, this is your day, what was it, 140-something that he starts out in? It was, it was like 251 <clears throat> attempts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you, you, and not so much like how many, you're not looking at it like days go by since it's kind of like a video game thing, trying to get to the boss level. Yeah. Um. It's like lives. He had 251 lives. Well, he had unlimited lives. Yes. But, you know, just keep doing the same thing over again. I like how, uh, and some games speak too. He kept getting, uh, he had unlimited lives. So he was free to explore the levels and the possibilities that, you know, showed up in front of him. And then he finally figured out the path to do it all in one shot. I guess, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a Pac-Man kind of thing where you got to get, there's a way to get all the pa- the pellets. There's yep. like, it's like a puzzle. You can figure out exactly the path the ghosts are going to take. Yep. And that's how people get so far ahead in some levels. But I like that at the end, it's like, all right, beat the game. Oh, wait, there's more. Yep. Time to speed run the game. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, it was, a, it was a neat little feature. They covered all these like bases. I don't know. As a gamer, I found appreciation in this. If, if, any of our audience is a, is a gamer, I'd say, hey, yeah, this uh, this is a good movie for you. It's funny, Carrie came downstairs and she's like, oh, we're we watching Captain Marvel because I told her I was watching that earlier in the day. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then she was like, she, I, I think she she walked away, she walked in for like the cleanest part of the movie. There was no swearing, uh, there was no killing or anything like that. And then she probably just got like bored from whatever she she was doing. She she we talked about the Hamilton book she got yet. Uh, last week yes so she picked that up and she starts walking out of the room as soon as she starts walking up the stairs someone dies <laughs> and then a bunch of fuck 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 yep. 
Which, uh, if she was downstairs for it, she definitely would have done like a, a 180 looked back at the television. Like, what are you watching? <laughs> this is definitely not Captain Marvel. No. Nope, it is not. But that is, uh, no. yeah, that was, uh, what is it? Boss level. I think that was, uh, what was that? Uh, Boss level. Good movie. Amazon. Is that Amazon? I don't even remember. Oh, Hulu. No, no, it was Hulu. 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 Yep. Uh, what else have you been watching? You said watch Captain Marvel. I have. You did. I did watch Captain Marvel. Yeah. Fantastic. What do you think I'm going to say about Captain Marvel, bud? I think you're going to say, well, <clears throat> first of all, now, now WandaVision should make a little bit more sense, correct? Not really. Huh? I mean, I, I mean, that part made sense, but that wasn't something hard to figure out, I suppose. Well, yeah, but I mean, you were like... It, you were talking, I think one week you were like, "Wait, so this is, is was Captain Marvel her aunt?" And you're like, "No, no, 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 no. Watch Captain Marvel. You understand?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that okay. Yep that that made sense. The, the little family thing. Yes. Why, um, Maria Rambo? Uh huh. Is that the daughter? Yes. Like, um, I know she. I know Monica Rambo. First, yeah, Monica. Okay. Uh, spoilers for everybody that hasn't watched it yet, but um, Captain Marvel, she finds a home for the scroll later on. Yeah. And that's why she is off of Earth. Yep. And then the the snap happens. Yep. Cause in the post credit scene, she's she's back on Earth, uh, talking to the Avengers. The the pager that she made for Fury went off. Uh-huh. And then she and then they see her. But I would assume that's why Monica is mad because uh Carol was in space while her mother died? Question mark? Um, I guess I didn't understand the beef that was there because whenever anyone mentioned Captain Marvel, she was just like, <laughs> "Captain Marvel, we don't need her." I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't know where things went wrong I don't in either. that relationship. I, don't I assume it had something to do with the mother dying. But Could be. Um, okay, well, listen, I actually thought the movie was fun. Yes, uh, I saw okay. a lot of people hate on it. Yes, I, I, I like the cockiness that Captain Marvel had. Yeah. I liked it. Yep. Um, I will say that that was probably really the only thing that Brie Larson kind of brought to the table. I know she's a, a, a better actress in this. Mm-hmm. Every other scene in it was just kind of like, meh, meh, meh. But when she was fighting, it seemed like she was really enjoying herself. The rest of yeah. it was just like, meh. Yeah. Um, it was cool to see young Fury, young, uh, well, what's his face? Yeah, sort of. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, you didn't think it was fun to? See? I yeah. I have the same you, problem I have with uh, Samuel Jackson in this movie as I did with uh, Robert De Niro in The Irishman. Because Robert De Niro in The Irishman, uh, there's a part in it where he's he's trying to be physical as a physical as a young specimen as a young lad, uh, and he still walks around and 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 has a gait has a has a you know way about him. That he that only an eighty year old man can have. <laughs> so in this movie, okay. you can definitely right. you, tell. you notice the bad knee, yeah, the arthritic yeah. knee. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not great. I could only focus on that hairline. So <laughs> <laughs> seeing that he had hair yeah. was the was the fun part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jude Law, this was his best role. Uh, I, I, that I think I've ever seen him in. Uh, what about you? Do, you? do you believe that? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. How dare I, you? I thought I thought he, First of he, all, he how was dare phenomenal. You? I, Secondly, how dare never you? Never saw the double cross coming. <laughs> you okay? I'm, I'm assuming he really. You, he really yeah, you you are referencing he the really nest. shine yes. as a true villain. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, buddy. All right, buddy. Have your laugh. Oh, you having man. a giggle, mate? Yeah, you having I a giggle? Laugh. Yeah. I'm. Having... <laughs> Fuck. You having a go at me? 
<laughs> um, I'll say this movie was predictable. That's um, that's that's one of my big sure, takeaways. Sure. Um, the funny thing was is it, I I saw it coming because she fought like a villain in the first half. Like she was destroying everything. Like chasing the scroll down. She was like breaking windows. She was just like she didn't care if she was doing beanies. And mm-hmm. and and that's the way a bad person would would roll. Right. So it's easy to see that hey, she might be playing for the wrong team. Why is this dude running from her? Yeah. And why is she doing all the villainous things? Yeah. Um. So obviously, when uh, the reveal happened, I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, of course, I get it. Yep. That's fun. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, the soundtrack was bumping, dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I don't know. Oh come on! Uh, I don't know. The set, what, what, the, what the did you scenes, like about it? The fight scenes, it was very on the nose of like, I'm just a girl in oh, a world. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not great. Not great. I got, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely for that one. Yeah. Um, that was just kind of like, come on, come on. It was kind of like the girl power moment yeah, in Endgame. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. Egregious. Yeah. Super egregious. Didn't have yeah, to be that no, way. No, But when you hear like TLC playing, uh, uh, what was it? Um, no scrubs. Waterfalls was playing oh. twice. What a man! What a man! Salt and pepper. <laughs> uh, crazy on you with heart, and then celebrity skin. Like, they, I mean, they were clearly focusing on like girl-oriented bands. But I was surprised to hear uh, "Come as You Are" in there. Nirvana. Oh yeah. That seemed like super out of place. Yeah, do, you, do you think Cobain's rolling over in his grave to see that his song is in a uh, Marvel movie? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> a capitalistic Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The only song that didn't show up on that was uh, Chumbawamba, Tum Thumping. For every time that Carol Danvers got knocked down, but she got up again. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, that. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> they missed that no, one. I don't know. Come on. Sure, sure. Come on. Uh, there was no real villain here. No villain? Like, Amnesia was the villain. Oh. <laughs> Did it, like, here's the thing. She, I don't think she knew who Ronan was. But like she let Ronan get away. She destroyed all his the nuke that he launched at the planet and all the starships that came after it. And then she just let Ronan go. Question mark. Why? It's like I'll I'll see you later, buddy. We'll settle this score. <laughs> and then like she sends Jude Law back to the planet. And it's like, are you gonna kill me? He's she's like, No, I want you to deliver a message. Yeah. Tell her I'm coming for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, this basically just seemed like a hype up for Captain Marvel 2. Yes. Which I can see why it might have pissed people off. They ruined Captain Marvel 1 by making it, here's what happens in Captain Marvel 2. I don't know. That was, yeah. I don't know. I had fun. I had fun, <laughs> which is probably more than I expected to because I wasn't really <laughs> expecting a lot out of Captain yeah. Marvel. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and I'm a little pissed. That's how Fury lost his eye. Oh, the cat. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, it was funny, but it's like, what? Really? Sure, I guess. And then when he was making that, uh, making the, uh, the the final thing, when he was making the um, the initiative, the protectors initiative, man, that was a close one. That bullet was dodged. <laughs> Could you imagine if this whole series yeah. was called the Protectors and not the Avengers? Yeah. All right. So that was my uh, Captain Marvel review. All right. I enjoyed it. I also watched Blow the Man Down. I'll be <coughs> short and sweet with the next ones. Go ahead. <clears throat> so this was on the list actually of the Rotten Tomatoes thing, where I was like, what if fans picked? What could be an Oscar-nominated movie? Oh, nice. This got really good reviews yes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Not so good on IMDb, which is my usual benchmark, but whatever. I went to Rotten Tomatoes this time just just so I could have something f- to relate with with you. Have you ever watched this movie? I have, yes. Okay. Did you like it? Um, Do you remember it? I was cold on it. Cold-ish. Not, not, I was, you know. Cold-ish? Cold-ish. Give it, like a, it got a 100% audience rating. 
Uh, what Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. It's uh, I would say you give I give it like a seven out of ten. Um, seven out of ten? Yeah, that's fine. I said it was a solid movie. Yeah, a little neo noir, like Main Coast kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, I always liked. Um, I always like uh, the coastal settings. Yeah, I always like. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Not on here. I have the IMDb pulled up. Oh, I'm sorry. Give me a second here. Um, what are you talking about? Margot Martindale. I'll show you a picture of her. Oh, Enid. Enid, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's fun. Yes. I like her character. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, honestly, she was one of the only ones really of note in it. I thought it was, you know, finally cast. I thought the the trio of old ladies yeah, were fun. Great. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was all, it was solid acting all around. But yeah, Margot totally stole the show. Oh, oh yeah. On, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, but this movie was basically Fargo light. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah. True. true, true, true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it, it was like dark humor, um, based around murder. So yeah. interesting. Ending. Nothing really there. Interesting. Ending. I was surprised to see what, Oh, you thought that was interesting. What did you not see it coming? Uh, well, I mean, I sort of did see it coming, but you know, it was cool. Nicely done. Yeah, nicely yeah. executed. You know, the reveal, I feel like the reveal was executed interestingly. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. It was like they were just walking around, and yeah, yep. No, I agree with you there. Did, and then uh, the other movie me, I watched uh, was uh, Tom and Jerry. Let me ask you one question about Below Man Down. Does this does this uh, oh, yeah. awaken a um, a love of sea shanties for you? Sea shanties, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was already. It was always there, man. It was oh, always okay. there. I, like I said, I'm gonna retire on the, on the coast. I'm gonna be sitting on the beach all day. Yeah. Like when I hear, like when I go up to Maine a bunch actually, and there's. Uh, um, there's this lighthouse we go check out and we're, we're standing on like the rocks and you got the waves crashing in. So yeah, give me, yeah, pump that shit directly in my veins, right. bro. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, yep. Where was I? Yeah. Oh, Tom and Jerry. Yes. Tom and Jerry. A lot of people don't like this movie. It's actually funny to hear adults review this movie <laughs> um, because it's a children's movie. Yeah. Uh, they get so mad because they destroyed something they've grown up with. Um, I didn't really think it was destroyed. I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought it tackled a lot of big issues, honestly. Uh, homelessness, diversity, coming together as a a, a, a group, um, overcoming obstacles, uh, prison reform, uh, classism. That was a big one. I mean, you're never you, – you just don't know what people are, right? And, and it's – it's you just shouldn't lift your nose at people that you just don't know anything about. Yes. It's, it's not fair. It's not right. Um. I'm really glad Peter didn't get involved. That would leave a real dark mark on this beautifully told story. And honestly, it should be an instant Oscar nom. Oh, wow. Okay. Very cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you joking? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck joking? are you talking about? Well, no, no I mean, that's all those things that I talk possible. about, homelessness, that's a real thing, okay. man. Like the, the, the girl, she was, I don't know, uh, Chloe, um, what was her name? I don't know. Uh, you don't know her name. She was in Kick-Ass. Oh, uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, yeah, she was there. Yeah, and she, you know, she was getting this job. I don't think I don't know if she was homeless, but she was staying at the hotel for the week, and and that seemed like a a perk for her. You know, Tom and Jerry, they were also homeless. They were looking for homes, and they 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 hold up in the, the the hotel, and you know, most people were just like, no, stay out of my hotel. We're we're too good for you. You know, we're rich here. Gotcha. Our clientele is rich. You guys are poor. You belong out on the street. 
And at one point, you know, you know, Tom gets impounded or impounded. <laughs> He's a car. <laughs> gets picked up by the pound. And you just see how 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 terrible the the, uh, the living situations in in, in uh, prison uh, pound are. You got all these heckling uh, Tomcats around them, just just being rude, real rude. You hate to see it. Tom Tom's a good cat, like literally, he's a good cat. <laughs> all right. So I mean, there there was a lot of stuff going on that, and you know, it's just it, it really opens your eyes. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all I'm saying. Fantastic. Um, I watched it with my kid. Yeah. He thought it was funny when they beat the hell out of each other. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> they still got it. They didn't pull any punches though. No. And, you know, like at one point Tom pulls out this mallet. It's a steel mallet. It was like this little bar he pulls out of his pocket. And then it's like, you know, Jerry's sitting there like, what you can do with that? And then it turns into a hammer. And then Jerry like yawns in his face and then he presses a button and it turns into a spiked hammer. And then Jerry's like, all right, maybe I won't fuck around with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious all right so that's that was it's still throw man that was uh tom and jerry on hbo plus stuff with that sign hbo max yeah. yeah go watch it yeah go watch it be careful you don't catch tom's hands <laughs> so we're recording this sunday night 63rd annual grammy awards are happening um talked a little bit about your love for the uh fiona apple uh new record uh let's see fetch the bolt cutters from last year we talked about that a little bit I can't believe that's last year. That was on one of the first podcasts we ever did. I, I know, swear to God. I know. Maybe like 50. Top 50. That's nonsense. One of the 51st. Um, it feels like. Yeah. So she won for best rock performance for her song, Shamika. Um, the Strokes apparently had a new album out last year. It's called The New Abnormal. Uh, let me see. What do you want to know? You want to know metal? Best metal song? Yeah, yeah. Give me that one. <laughs> best metal performance. Bum Bum Rush, Bum Rush by Body Count. That's the name. Bum Rush. That, okay, Body Count. Yeah, the Ice T. That's the band with the uh, the the uh, singer that died. No, no, that's Ice T. Ice T is the leader of Bum Rush. What? Or body Count. Sorry, the leader of Bum Rush. Body Count. Okay. The the um, front. So Brittany Howard won for best rock song over Phoebe Bridgers' Kyoto, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I really liked Kyoto. Wait, what? Who won? Uh, Brittany, Brittany Howard won for Stay High. Pop that oh, on real quick. Okay. <laughs> it was a top three pick. It, well, I, I, Kyoto was what I was going for. Kyoto. Kyoto. Megan Thee Stallion, best new artist. Yeah. yeah. could see yeah. that happening. Yeah. Best rap, so- rap song. Re- Beyonce. Oh, yeah? Good for her. Oh, Jesus. That's a huge crew. Oh, I haven't heard of this person at all. Oh, yeah. no. What? I mean, it's not, it's not, I can't believe, wow, Billie Eilish lost one. Is she washed? Is the, ma- is the magic gone? Uh, Harry Styles won Best Pop Solo Performance with Watermelon Sugar. Have you heard that song? No. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Hold up. Beyonce has a song called Black Parade. How dare you? How dare you, ma'am? Steal the name of one of the best emo songs of all time. I'm going to let you finish, but... Uh, uh, what's the name of the band? Black Parade Band? Oh my god, really? 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 You make me Google this shit? My Chemical Romance? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but My, my Chemical fuck? Romance has one of the best songs called Black Parade of all time. Excuse Get your me. hot takes, everyone. Get your hot takes right here. <laughs> 
Oh man, so Unreal. so they haven't announced it yet. That thing. They haven't announced it yet, but uh, record of the year nominees are Black Parade by Beyonce, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by Dub Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted, Billy Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Circles, Post Malone, and Savage, Megan Three Three Stallion featuring Beyonce. Yeah, that was a pretty huge list. There's some people. That's some people I've never heard of. Album of the year, completely different, apparently, from record of the year. Um, got Chil- the nominees are Chilom- Chilombo by Jene Ako, Black Pumas, Pumas by Black Pumas, Everyday Life, uh, Coldplay, Dizzy, Jezzy, Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. <laughs> <laughs> Women Dizzy? In- Question mark. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You're like dizzy? Question dizzy? mark. It's, it's, Who put the question mark on the teleprompter? I will spell this out for you, and you tell me how to say this. D J E S S E. Deji. Deji. Thank you. Women in Music Part Three by Haim. I like Haim. 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 Uh, Future Nostalgia. Dua Lipa. Uh, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone and Folklore. Taylor Swift. Um, they've done Song of the Year, so it is possible if you want to wait it out, we could find out the results live on Can I Say Something? Sunday night. Can I Say Something? In the introduction, you said it was Monday. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I broke, I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> the illusion is broken. Even though I mentioned it an hour ago when I said it's Sunday night, when we were talking about the uh, the stock, the game stonk stonk, game stonk stonk. Uh, let me see. Let me see. So on the same show, you said it was Monday and Sunday. I mentioned that I was looking up the price of Game Stonk Stonk, and that it Damn. was and that it was Sunday. You know Apple, huh? She got the best rock performance with the Shamika. Like you, yes. Did you say that I, one? I because said that she one, also yep. won the album. She got best alternative al- album with Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Man, good for her. Because like I said, that thing <clears> felt <throat> like it came out two years ago, and people are still re- remembering that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is something for. It is good uh, for me. I preferred Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Admit, I didn't listen to Phoebe Bridgers' full album. Or oh, okay. Right. I actually listened to Fiona Apple's full album. So you are a you're a fake fan, or fake Phoebe Bridgers fan? No, no. Well, I mean, I like the song. Yeah, I was only going by the song. I mean, going through all this other stuff is just. There's a point where it's like, ugh, whatever. It's and it's I'll be honest with you. Forty minutes. A of lot my of life. this music. I, <laughs> no, I mean, I got plenty of time to listen to music, but it's just a lot of this mu- music's not my music. My music is sorely underrepresented, under, yeah, <laughs> in 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 in, in, in the <laughs> That's what I think of that. Um. Let's see. I don't know if they're on a break or what. They Because the last one, uh, I have the uh, updated list here, and the only two categories left are Album of the Year and Record of the Year. So it's got to be coming up pretty soon because I'm not going to pay $68 for YouTube Live, whatever the hell it's called. See this on Twitter. Oh, uh, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. 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 Like, like, I mean, huh? we started. I started covering some of these... Uh, at least the, the, the song categories. Uh, I remember weeks ago. Oh, he did. Yes. True. At some point I was just like, yeah, at some point I was kind of like, meh, uh, honestly, it's just the music that's, that's out right now is not my cup of tea. And it was, it was a kind of a, to be fair, you have like, a reach. The way you, 
The way you say you talk about <laughs> movies, it's like, oh my god, like that's a slog to get through. Like that's how I feel about some of this music. Sure, so, I guess. And I feel like I have a very diverse taste. You know, like I listen to more stuff. I think I'm I'm more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Eclectic. I don't know. I listen to to, to Eclectic. a lot more stuff. Com- Eclectic. Eclectic. Thank you. Then I feel like the rest of my my friends do even like Carrie will look at me sometimes and be like she'll hear me. I've used this reference before, but I'll go from Slipknot to Taylor Swift to uh to some indie band and then and then back to like some like i don't know rise against is my favorite band but then it's like slipknot and you'll never stop me from listening to taylor swift i, I you, you put a, a girl on the mic and you know i'm just i listen you know yeah. I, I don't know what it is i don't know what it is it's just beautiful but at the same time i get like I, I love hearing somebody scream like, like, I don't know, just Corey Taylor screaming into a mic. That's just, that, that resonates in my chest. <laughs> but this, I don't know how to relate to any of the stuff that comes out these days. Sure, sure. <laughs> is it the kids that are out of touch or is it you? It's the kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kids. <laughs> it's the kids. No, it's times are changing and I can say that this maybe isn't for me. Sure. There are it's still fine. some songs like like uh, I'm finding actually that my my taste like specifically indie rock um that's probably the closest I can to 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 break into some of this stuff. But even the the pop music which you know, if you can make it pop, you know, yeah, I I can pop. Like that pussy pop. But at the same time like Cardigan is a terrible Taylor Swift song to put in a pop solo performance. Think so? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Watermelon Sugar. That's that makes sense that he won because that like I feel like is the epitome of it. And that's the thing. That's the that's the essence of pop right now. And I can't stand Watermelon Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's just kind of what I'm working with. And, and and it's crazy to see best melodic rap performance, but you can't even give metal a proper category. <laughs> Grammys is bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we said, last year's are all, all of the major like award show are, are in essence at the core of it kind of bullshit because you have, you know, like we were saying, the shadowy, a shadowy cabal of old white men, maybe some women in there, who knows, but it is just a, the institutions of award of the oldest award shows are so far behind the times as far as what's cool and hip and new and who is deserving of what it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't deserve a lot of, uh, I don't know. What would you call that? It doesn't deserve a lot of our, um, our, 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 how do you say our ire? Oh, say our 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 like we're mad at it. Yeah, yeah. Our our our. Well, well, yeah. we're, well, well. Guess what? Yeah. I'd rather die than listen to Miranda Lambert wildcard. <laughs> All right, so there's your ire right there. Let me uh, while we while we're waiting here, let me t- bring up one more topic. Um, listen to the Watch of Lot, and uh, I was playing. You know, I played 27 hours of Loop Hero this week, so I feel like that's where. Well, these guys have, <laughs> they don't play video games. So therefore they have time to watch all of these shows that are just coming out hand over fist. Um, they watch, so this week, they just this week, they watched like seven different things. They watched the Bear Town, the investigation, It's a Sin, uh, the Bureau. These guys, these guys are just on top of everything that's coming out. It's insane how much shit they watch. Do you listen to this, uh, yeah. do you listen to this podcast, the, the Watch? <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've, I've listened to yes, them yes, yes. a few times. Yes. Preferred over the big picture. 
You think so? Yep. What, what do you think's more snooty though? The watch or the big picture? The watch. The watch. Okay. The watch. I feel like when so the, the watch gets you snooty, prefer snooty about it too. I feel like well, no, I just feel I snooty and have some conviction <laughs> behind your 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 reasoning. That's interesting. Uh instead of just kind of like I understand what you're probably about to say about the big picture and but um Amanda doesn't really I don't know she's just kind of like yeah that's my opinion take it or leave it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah and and and, and Sean is just like he just sounds off on things that maybe I just don't I don't I don't agree with or or, or I, I don't know I don't get as offended as as he does the, the way that the watch um defends their opinions it just resonates with me more than just i guess uh the way the big picture would yeah the the watch this last couple of weeks with wandavision like you said they, they have the courage of their conviction is they're very um they are very what's the word like uh steadfast they're very confident in their uh takes they have some hot takes they have warm takes they have some cold takes but uh, I yep. feel like the last couple of weeks they've been they were waffling on Wandavision. Of they were like, oh, I don't know. Should, do we like this? Should we like this? What's what's to like? What's to, to not like? Is it, this show is so? They were they were saying like you know the show is so interesting when it wasn't about the Bing Bang Boom and the and the big Marvel stuff. The the once they brought in the big the big guns, the big MCU stuff, the the pomp and circumstance, the 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 CGI fist fights, the CGI flying around, it was so much more interesting. And they're like, yeah, it was. And but is that should we should yeah. we expect that? Should we should we ding it? Should we ding 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 the points off of Wandavision because it went in the direction that you know it was going to go in? And they're like, yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. I th- yeah, no. I think that's a completely valid uh, uh, ex- explanation because actually I've had this conversation with a few people where we're watching Wandavision. I, we and me and you have even said it. Like the first uh, eight episodes weren't really for casual fans. Like it, they they branched off. They did something new with the whole sitcom thing. Maybe it wasn't like the first eight, like six or something when the sitcom errors were going through. They were going through all those. Like I I know a bunch of people that were like, "What is this? This show might not be for me." And then when the show closed out, it's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I vibed with that because that was Marvel stuff." Like you you have people that appreciate that, and then you have the people that appreciated the way that the show ended. And I think that to hear somebody kind of flip-flopping on it and just like did i like that did i not like that having that kind of discourse about it makes sense because it it was kind of a show that was just like very polarizing to a lot of people like i like what they're doing here this is this is very interesting i have to figure things out it's a riddle and then at the end it's just like well i just want to see people punch people and then at the end people are just punching people and it's like yeah that's marvel yeah uh, okay i'm back in and then all the people that like the riddles were kind of like well there was nothing left to solve and there was no fan theories to uh, piss myself off about so i don't know I, yeah. like you like you're just like yeah that was a finale yeah that was a finale yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> so it, it makes sense why I, I i like the way that the watch flip-flops on it because that is like both viewers kind of coming together like looking at the final product be like is the marvel thing what you, you should expect yeah because it's still marvel but the adventure that they took you on it was still worthy of your attention at the time so yeah that's cool yeah very cool um i guess we'll leave it there they they're not going to announce i guess the uh song of the year or or the album of the year record of the year whatever you want to call it it's 
going to take a while, so I guess we can we can we can wait uh, till tomorrow to f- figure that out. The song of the year, I already told you what it was. Right. No, I meant the album of the year. They haven't album of the year. They have not done album of the year or record of the year. But <clears throat> why don't we leave it there? We're at the half ninety minute mark. I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow <clears throat> we're looking forward to the Oscar nominations. Those will come out hopefully. You know, still holding out hope for the nest. <laughs> the nest has been shut out of every single thing. Never, rarely, always, sometimes, Never always. Never, rarely, sometimes, always, maybe. I don't think so. I think the nest has better, has a better shot, but yeah. Can't wait for those. I have to tune in and, and see Damien be really pissed off and sad and, <laughs> and forlorn because basically it's just going to be a repeat of the, the Golden Globes. There will be no... Outside no my nest <laughs> no carrie coon no jude yeah yeah, yeah. It, i hope the nest is in it for you <laughs> thanks bud appreciate it and then i hope it loses like it should oh my you're so mean <laughs> so so mean i mean what would you do real question real uh-huh. question if if never really sometimes always and the nest were in there what would you do i'd be happy which one you do i like would more? be happy i would be happy that um that we're not, we're still not doing this thing where it's a, a recency biased. Where you know, like I was, I was going to say that the sound of metal is in there only because it was released, you know, October, November, whenever it was released. It was released later in the year. Uh, another thing I'm so sick of of you know talking about the the brokenness of the award shows. Uh, you know, movies. If you're celebrating movies from one from an entire year, then include the entire year. Don't just don't just include these movies that have come out in the past three months. You have to go back and celebrate movies from the entire year. You know, if something comes out comes out in April, it shouldn't be less considerable considered than something that came out in December. But uh, I will be fine. I will right. be happy yeah. with a. Um, like if the other thing is they kept flip-flopping on uh whether it's going to be 10 10 nominations or five nominations five nominations i think there's that old phrase that people always say you know it's an honor honor to be nominated and i think in a certain way it is you know if you have 10 nominations um what you're doing is you're highlighting 10 things one thing's going to win one thing's going to stand out above the others but you're still you're still highlighting you're still uh uh, putting these on things on a platform where people are going to look at and be like oh Never really sometimes always. What is that? What is, uh, I forgot the name of the actress, but you know, I put the actress in there, put her name in there in contention with all these other actresses. I think that's, uh, something, something worthy uh, of thinking about. Oh, yeah. Anytime you look at like a, a Wikipedia or something like that, it's, 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 it's oh, you know, how many Oscars did it win? But it definitely tells you, counts how many Oscars you were nominated for. So yeah. it's, it's, and even if it doesn't win, they will say, like advertising, like uh, Oscar nominated movie or Oscar nominated actor, actress. So yeah, th- there's recognition in that 100%. And then, yeah, I agree with you. It should be 10, 10 people. Not, don't cut it down to five for, for time constraints. Cause, and don't make new categories either. You know, yeah. you don't need all that crap. Well, I mean, unless it's like a fan thing, you can do that. But yeah, you don't need to like, oh, best country movie or something yeah. like that. Don't, don't do that. Best movie. Let's keep it keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. Just just add more nominees. And everyone gets attention and there's one winner and fuck it. Yes. Don't have anyone pissed off. Yeah, think about it. You, you wouldn't have anyone pissed off. If you can nominate somebody, Yeah, they, they're going to get pissed off that they didn't win. But it's just like, hey, we were recognized. Yeah. Like, you know, participation medals. Everyone loves those. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Anyways, uh, Cindy Flanagan is the name I was trying to think of. Very good and never realized. Never really, yeah. sometimes, always. Would like to see her nominated. But we'll find out tomorrow right. and we'll talk about it again on Saturday, maybe Sunday. We'll see. Maybe. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, with yeah. that, uh, it's been another. Can I say something? I've been Damien. 
Yeah. See you next week. Bye-bye.